Hello there. It's James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Johnny Test. Fred Flintstone. And one of my personal favorites, Leonardo. And you are listening to Epic Tales from the Sewer. It's totally awesome. Turtle power. Go, go, go. Tales from the Sewers, a TMNT podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Here with me as per regular, Eric. How you doing, Eric? Doing all right about yourself there, Justin. Great man. Great man. Just coming down off our uh, recent recent live stream with Michelle Ivy. We had a great episode. We've got another <laughs> great guest today, right? So yep. today we have a guest. Uh, you may know him. If you follow anything Ninja Turtles online on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything else, you've seen them. You've seen the colors, the green and the, uh, is it magenta or purple? But we have Joey, the Ninja Turtles guy. You guys are too much. What's up, man? Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. You don't know how excited I was the first time that I saw everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, the wheels in my head starts turning. And I'm like. How do how do I know I've made it? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll know I've made it when my logo gets ninja toitalized because everything cool seems to be flipped <laughs> over. And, and, and hey, I mean, I, I swear, let's collaborate. I'm, dude, you know me. I'm always down to collaborate with folks. So you let me know, dude. He, yeah, you, you're everywhere. I I met, I met Joey at uh, the the premiere. Um, for the Casey Jones live wire and we're we're both there. I was super excited to see him but I had to I had to leave cuz our parking or some shit like that but you know um but it was it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Like the Turtles community came out and in force and they had a brewery there that was doing Turtles beer. Like it was it was really cool. Jeez, a piece. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, fun. That setup was that setup was nice. Like they really tailored it to to the experience of the movie. It was cool. Man, I, I think I still have some of the stuff like uh, the VHS tape that they have. So you can get the movie on VHS tape. And it's up on YouTube. Anyone who has not seen this, go watch Casey Jones Livewire. It's free. It's 20 minutes. It's amazing. You're going to love it. So I, I would say that. But um, so let, let's talk a little bit about what you do. So um, in the enamel pin game, you know, you, you are the, the Ninja Toitles guy. How did you get into doing pins? Yeah, so I, I started. Ninja Toitles is really just a fan page in the beginning. I just loved posting other people's amazing artwork. I was shocked, like, how much artwork I could find of TMNT that was all different. And uh, I started posting other people's work and then, of course, tagging them, giving them props, trying to get more people to follow them. Um, and then I started getting a little bit of a following, and I had companies kind of hitting me up trying to, you know, get me to promote their stuff. And I was like, dude, I got to start making my own thing, man. So yeah. um, shout out to Pin Lounge, actually. Pin Lounge. Uh, was nice enough to just I just had some simple questions, man. I him and his wife they had some great work, and I was just like, I don't even know where to start. And I, I partnered up with him. He gave me some contacts, and then I was just like, I just want to create art that like I think is cool. Like I only want to make stuff that I'm going to like. Like again, maybe some other people may not like it, but I'm like, I don't care. I need to make sure that I like it, that I would wear it um, before we put it out. And the first pin I ever made was the pin, uh, the pizza point from the back of the old turtles action figures, oh, that's right? Cool. Yeah, the, the collecting the pizza points. So I was like, oh, man, I'd love to make this a pin. And then it kind of just started. It started blowing up from there. You know, I again, I've, I've had this super. Um, I don't know, just awesome luck, I guess, you know, to work with people that I have, you know, shout out to Lee Wiley, 
uh, Golden Shredder. Um, Golden Shredder, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Meep, uh, the, uh, the real Meep out in Wisconsin. Like, it's just, I mean, there's artists, Shadow Bay out in California. I'm working with a dude in Japan right now. Oh, uh, wow. Hey. I'm just super lucky to work with some awesome folks who, you know, want to bang out some stuff together. I, I think, um, weren't you actually featured in the Golden Shredder comic? Oh, hopefully you're there. Uh-oh. I might have lost you. It's all right. Stuff happens. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I think I got you back. Sorry, dude. I all think right. I lost Can you. Hear us? I'm back now. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's all right. Um, were you featured in the Golden Shredder comic? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, that neon pink turtle that he kind of picks up off the ground is the, is the ninja toidle for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> now is, is this pink? <laughs> is this purple? Is it, uh, like, what do you, what do you consider the color scheme? It's funny. I don't know, man. I think uh, maybe I'm colorblind because everyone says it's purple. I think it's like a neon pink or like a magenta, I guess. Um, but like I saw all these variations of turtles with like different color headbands, but I was like, this would look super sick. It just gives me like eighties, nineties vibes. When oh, I was, like, definitely. These are, like neon green. Pink, um, because I feel like that kind of stands out to other green turtles that have point. Yeah, and and the the one that I always see is kind of like the melting turtle pizza face sort of thing, like where it's got like that melting look to it. That's really cool. Oh, I think we lost him again. Did we lose him? It's it's probably spotty. It's it's spotty yeah. internet. So. Let's see. We'll give him yeah. a chance to. Pop I'm back. sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on. I was like, my wife's putting my daughter to bed. I was like, nobody's on the internet except me. Yeah, no, no worries. It it happens. You know, it's one of those things. That's what editing's for, anyway. So I could just, <laughs> I'll, I'll fill <laughs> yeah. out the gaps. So, cool. um, if that, you know, if it happens again, if it happens again, I'm gonna move to a different part of the house that might be closer to my router. I don't know if that'll help. So, oh, okay. So um, I was asking about the um, the color, and uh, you were telling us a little bit about it. I was saying the um, the one that's really noticeable is the one that's like the melting pizza face uh, toil. That's pretty cool. You know, that's that's kind of yeah, like dude. the big logo now. <laughs> yeah, shout to uh, to Fresh Prince by Blair, man. He's out in Canada, dude. Out in uh, I think he's out in Montreal. I don't I believe or Quebec. Um, but yeah, that guy's he's the man, dude. He does this helps me do these like melty versions of stuff. We've done a ton of different pins together, and then he helped me with the new Ninja Toidles. 20, I'm calling it the 2023 logo. I don't want to put mayhem on it and then have them come after me. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But I'm excited because we did pre-orders for the shirts, uh, which ends on Friday. So I'm excited to get those made. Yeah, I just saw that that was up there. Um, that's really cool. And, and the other thing that you have going on that I, I am just over the moon about is the intergalactic wrestling ones. And you, you have them with the colors in verse, too, which is so friggin' cool. I don't know why we haven't gotten figures or anything else of those things, but I just love that design. Was uh was that ripped from the comic? Like, uh, dude, I think, that... I... yeah, because I think I think NECA's working on something, man. I keep hearing rumors about NECA making some wrestling titles, dude. I don't know. I hope so. I definitely hope so. I I I'll pre-order those, but you know the problem with NECA is that it might be something like uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive that's just kind of out of reach for everybody. And I'm like, ugh, like the Kino that we just found out about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like, you gotta, and then people want to and then people try to flip it for like four hundred dollars. So yeah, that's that's how it's gonna go. And it's like I I don't understand what their business model is. I'm like, do you guys hate money? You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, even they, Luke know, they know 
they know that supply and demand trick, so they, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're, it's funny though because it's like they're not making money on the secondary market where it's like you know a lot more lucrative. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I guess they've got the good connections with Loot Crate and stuff like that, but. You know. Yeah, I think they also know that when this scarcity happens, that they're like, well, shit, next time there's a pre-order, no one's going to sleep on it, dude. They'll yeah. sell out in three minutes, you know? Yeah, I just I just hit up the pre-order they had at Best Buy for the, uh, was it the uh, Return to New York, Michelangelo, and the tech bots, the Singens from um, Last Ronin. So I'm like, yeah, I got to get in on that. Yeah, I was shocked to see there was a Best Buy. I was like, I don't even know how Best Buy is still in business. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anyone who shops there anymore. It's, you just get everything off of Amazon or anything else. Mm, yeah, you go, but for real, know. dude. So. You, you and I at least are in the same state, so you know we we know it's it's kind of uh, meager when you walk through the Chicago land area and you're like, "There's a Best Buy here? What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they keep their doors open. So, so um, I wanted to ask you about the name Toitles because I the first time I heard that was probably coming out of Bebop's mouth. Where did you get the idea? That that was the idea. That was uh well, I guess it was Rocksteady, right? Oh, was from it? The, okay. From the nineteen eighty nine. Well, first he says it in the cartoon a lot, but it really stuck to me as a kid, uh, when he says it after the end of the first level in the arcade game, when he shows up in the Technodrome and you're trying to save April. Oh, he goes, when he comes he up goes, for the drill. Yeah, and he the first thing he goes is say your prayers, Toitles. Nice. And I was like, as a kid, I always loved that. And then I remember in the first season they say Toitles a lot, Bebop and Rocksteady kind of do. Um, but I was just like, oh, this is just a cool way to like, you know, play on words a little bit, but make it, I feel like completely different at the same time. I don't know. I dig it. Yeah. I, I like it. It's individual. It's great branding. Like it, it separates you from everybody else. And thanks man. I appreciate between, that. Between that and like the color scheme, it's like the, the stuff that I've seen come out like, oh, Hey, here's a 3d printed, uh, you know, uh, basketball playing Michelangelo all toitalized and I'm like that's so friggin' neat man <laughs> I've seen that one out yeah 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 dude shout out to Ember Twist man that dude's out in Sweden oh um, wow making some insane stuff dude and I have been again beyond lucky he has sent me all four turtles and the last one again he 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 even tailored it for me because being from Chicago he put a Jordan jersey on it nice the ones mm-hmm. he sold to the public he put a, a Patrick Ewing jersey uh obviously being a Knicks fan for New York for Mikey so he made that all for me, which I was like, did not expect that whatsoever. Super nice. And he's currently working on a, a Casey Jones right now, which is going to be insane. Oh, wow. Is, is that going to be a hockey version or is that going to still be basketball? Uh, I think that's going to be hockey for sure. Yeah, that, that would make sense. So. See, I oh, would have asked for a Scotty Pippen when I was a Scotty Pippen. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, my guy. You know, <laughs> I, I would have asked for Carl uh, uh, Malone. So Utah Jazz. There you go. <laughs> I call him Karate Malone. He always he always delivers. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that's so cool. And um, so how, how did you go about getting into turtles? Like, what, what's your origin story with this fandom here, dude? It's so funny. My uh, I know as a as a kid, my dad was like very like anti guns. He just like didn't want any, me to have anything to do with it. So like. Back in like the late 80s, what's the top thing that I'm trying to get into is probably like G.I. Joe, right? Yep. Um, my buddies were hardcore into G.I. Joe. My old man just wasn't having it for some reason. So he uh, I remember we went to Sears in Chicago is to see Santa. I'm sitting on Santa's lap and I look on the wall. and I'm like, what the hell is this toy like hanging there? And it was like a 1988 or 89, like Leonardo. So I knew nothing about the turtles. I just I was just taken in by this action figure. I was obsessed with the card art. Oh, yeah. Like, 
And I always tell people, I don't know how I convinced my parents to let me get an action figure probably two weeks before Christmas. I somehow convinced them to. I go home with this Leonardo, and it was the first toy. And again, I'm like six years old, but it's the first toy where like I open it, but I'm examining again the artwork. Like I'm just I'm from front to back. I'm looking at completely up and down where every other toy prior to that, I feel like you just open out of the package, you, th- you know, you throw the package away and that's it. Yep. And I think at, at that point I was just kind of hooked. I mean, seeing the good guys on there, seeing the bad guys, and then the collection kind of started from there. And I think my old man kind of ha- started having an obsession with me as a kid where he was trying to find stuff and, and try to find rare turtles for me all the time when I was little. Oh, that's so oh. much fun. Did you have a big collection of them? I mean, nothing huge, but I was lucky. I mean, it's funny. I found, I got it converted about two years ago. I found a, a 1989 Christmas tape, a uh, home video of me and my sister. And uh, I, I'm screaming, flipping out because I got the turtle van. Oh, and nice. And then I'm screaming about getting like metalhead and stuff. So like my dad knew when I started to really like it, like he would try to find ones that were like were really hard to get at that time. So I was lucky enough to have like a lot of the action figures, of course, uh, some of the place. Like I didn't have the Technodrome or like the sewer set or anything like that. But. Again, I'm I'm sure I had way more than I should have, you know, at that age. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, did you hold? Did you end up holding on to them, or or are you the type that's like you got rid of them, but then it's like you came back afterwards? I came back. You know, I, I made the mistake of I think I was in fourth or fifth grade. It was like well after the third movie, and I was like, I'm done with turtles. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm you know, I'm probably in like fourth grade or fifth grade at the time, and I'm kind of thinking I'm too cool for turtles at that point. And I remember I had this huge crate of turtle toys. And I told my mom I was going to give it to the neighbor kid, like three doors down. And I did. And like, those are times I want a time machine, dude. Oh, yeah. Where I can yeah. intercept it. And mm-hmm. just, hey, you know what, kid, I'll take these <laughs> and just bring them back with me. Um, I did that. I, I think I gave away my uh, Castle Grayskull to. Uh, oof. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that we, I mean, right. nobody knew. He, he nobody knew. It. Nobody would have known. Yep. It's all good. my I, I quarter. Yeah, you. Yeah, um, and actually, uh, Eric, he's wearing the shirt right now that I was talking about, like the the melted turtle kind of face. I guess. Well, that's oh, yeah. I felt so lame having this. On. This is this shirt's gotten so worn out. It's like my yard work shirt, and I just oh, I've perfect. been off of work today, so I was like, felt so. I was like, oh my god, I'm wearing this shirt when I jump on this tonight. I'm like, I feel so lame. I I have to find like a different turtle shirt to wear because I I try not to wear like the podcast shirt on on the show. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe I'll do it in like a live stream or something. Like like the last one we had a live stream on, and it's like, all right, you know, cool to wear that so people can see it. Oh, where can I get one of those? Oh, yep. funny, you should ask. You know that kind of shit. But it's like, you know, yeah. eh, you know. Now we've got so many. Like like this one is from, um, oh geez, uh, uh, Casey Jones, the artist. Uh, he goes by Powder Powder Powder, Powder G. Yep, you know Powder G. Yep, uh, so. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he. Yep. Got, I love his stuff, dude. His this stuff's so good. Yeah, it's, he did. Um, for Epic Shells, he did our um our Facebook group uh, art. He, he oh, picked sick, my, dude. my two favorites, which would be the uh, Sewer Samurai Leo and Sewer Surf and Mikey. So I'm like, I have to have them, dude. So and he's you, like, did, Yeah, no problem. Did, did you see the Leo Samurai cosplay I posted? No, no, but I'll look for that. I don't. I the dude just messaged me out of the blue like a week or two ago. And he goes, Hey man, would you mind reposting this? And I looked at it and it looked insane. I, I couldn't tell you, I can't tell you his name off the top of my head, but I posted within the last week or so. Oh, and I he's, not, and he's not done yet, but he's doing a full on like, and he's basing the, the Leo samurai cosplay off of the super seven version of the samurai Leo. So it looks nuts. Oh yeah. That's a great figure too. And yeah. I, I know folks have had issue with him and all that. Cause they said like some of the hip joints are, are messed up, but mine's mine's fine. And I mean, I, I took him out like the second I got him. I sure. I had to have that thing. So <laughs> Yeah, I haven't got I haven't picked up a Super 7 figure in a while. The last one I think I got was Slash. 
I think they have him at Best Buy. So <laughs> see, there you go. Now there's a reason to walk in there. If yeah, you look, if, if you're looking for some of the Super Sevens, uh, I know. Uh, I, I have I have some connections at a game store. Right oh, now. cool, dude. He's got he's got a bunch he's got a bunch of the Super Sevens and um, a bunch of other figures too. So if nice. you're so, if you're looking for them, and usually they're like a little bit over, just like a few dollars over retail. So yeah, for sure. Know. I appreciate that, man. I'll let you know. I, mm-hmm. Thank you. I just I just picked up the uh, was it uh, not Karai, um What's her name? Lotus Blossom and uh, the Neca for uh, Mona Lisa. Those are the last ones I got. But okay. Yeah, I think Slash was the last uh, Super Seven I got, or no, the the Mousers. That's what I got. I don't know if you guys saw these, the Mouser set. But anyone listening, I'm holding up a Mouser with a sigh sticking out of its head from Super Seven. Oh, that 7. was awesome! <laughs> and really does, man, I was when you showed it, I was like, dude, isn't that the one from the '80s? But obviously, that's the point. So yeah. it looks really good. Yeah, it's like spot on. Like the mouth opens, you know, and it comes with an extra sigh for Raph, you know. So it's it's awesome. I, I like them. I think that they're really cool. I know some people are down on them because they're like, oh, well, they're not exactly like like the uh, the Playmates line anymore. I'm like, so? They're still really cool. Yeah, dude. I, I, I prefer, honestly, the Super 7 figures over the NECA because I know the NECA is going for the cartoon version of stuff. Yeah. But, like, obviously, when we were kids, we were we were playing with the Playmates stuff. So, I don't know. To me, I just I think the Super 7. And I just I like the feel of the Super 7. Oh, I yeah. feel like I feel like every joint I turn on the NECA is just going to break off. It's it's tough too because it's like the NECA ones have like really good for like the Ronin figures and stuff like that, and and I I have not opened up my Universal Monster ones, and I assume those are all right, but sure, I I do worry about like uh, pulling out the pegs for the hands on them because they're a little bit oh, frail. Dude, yeah, absolutely. My Usagi, like um, I think the other head came broken. And I'm like, eh, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. They're just like they're put together a little bit better, and it's it's probably engineered slightly better, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, I agree. I mean, NECA's doing some crazy stuff. I am very excited to see the new turtle. Even though I, I make the jokes, so how I don't like the the third turtle movie, I'm excited to see what the figures are going to look like. Oh yeah, yeah, I I don't blame you at all. I mean, look look at didn't you just sell uh, the coming out of their shells one? I did that one in the disguise ones. I sold them both today, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just I just saw that before we got. On. I'm like, damn, he got us all got a hold of one of those because that that's got to be going up in, in value now since it's it's over a year old so yeah and that's the thing too is like i was like okay i paid a little bit over like i didn't pay anything crazy for them so i was just like i just need to make my money back and i got to cover my ass for shipping i was like mm-hmm. i just wanted to go to a because as of right now i'm running out of space and i was like i want to open these i literally have like nowhere to put them so hmm. I was like, i'd rather go to somebody who really wants it and is like stoked about it whether they open it or not that's up to them but someone who's probably as stoked as i was when i got it and then i was like dude what the hell am i gonna do with this collecting dust yeah i um i bought the big <laughs> statue so i don't have no the room. feeling yeah, yeah. And, and you you run a, I, I decided i wasn't gonna buy the movie ones so i am done buying for right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's the next ones i'm gonna flip i'm gonna try to flip tomorrow is probably the ooze ones i'm like i don't know if i should keep those i want to keep them but i'm like i don't know we'll see yeah I, well I, if, I, if you're gonna get yeah. the kino you're gonna want them so. that's a good call yeah that's a good call. And, and that's the thing, too. It's like that Super Shredder. Like, if I owned no other turtle thing, I would still get that because that's really cool. Yeah. And, and I think I got, like, some of the – I think I got the Toka uh, when it comes to the uh, uh, the Funko Pop because it looks so awesome. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's like that's right in the nostalgia childhood feels for me. I'm like, yeah. Right. That's but that's the thing. I think NECA killed it. To, they made perfect were the, were the turtle – sorry, the movie turtles. 
Oh yeah. I was like, that mm-hmm. can, cause I was in, I was, in, I invested right away into the, you know, the quarter scale. Um, you know, oh, the really big ones, right? And I have all four of those and I have, and I have the shredder. Um, but I was kind of like, damn, I kind of wanted to do with the ooze, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because I would have bought them. So, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's, there's a distinct difference too with like the face sculpts. So yeah, you, you especially like Donnie. Different. I mean, Donnie looked completely different in the second one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny because he sounded different too. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like, you get it. So then the third one, everyone looks weird. <laughs> right. So do you have, do you have any of those, um, customized, um, uh, painted like, uh, like the toitles? I'm sorry. Say it again. Do you have any of the uh, the NECA figures that are customized and painted like the Toitles? Dude, I not necessarily the NECA. Well, I lied. Um, shout out to my buddy Needles. He uh, he actually did a, a Ninja Toitle um, Super Shredder for me. Oh, cool! So Needles from like neon, neon pink, from... <laughs> with the, like, neon green like mask and everything. Um, he also painted. I sent him out. Uh, a giant Leo, but like an original giant Leo from the eighties or nineties. And then he colored that for me as a Ninja Toidle, which is awesome. Oh, so cool. I have a, I'll, I'll have to tag you guys up, but I have a whole cabinet, uh, two shelves of just Ninja Toidle stuff that folks have made for me. Um, and just sent out, whether it's been like artwork, whether it's been action figures and stuff like that. Um, what I really want to do though, is I was talking to needles cause he does some great work with coloring is I have the, uh, the crooked Ninja Toidle gang figures. Oh, right? and I was like, man, I should really send those to him and have him see if he can color Ninja Toil colors, because I would absolutely put that on that shelf. That would be really cool, and and that's a good use of the figures too, because I mean, it, it's just like, uh, was it uh, Smash? I think so, Smash. Yeah, Smash, and then you've got like the uh, the other ones, and it comes with uh, what's his name, Zach or something, the uh, the little kid. Yeah, which he looks like the Burger King kid. I was like, I don't even want this. Yeah, kind of. He looks like the Burger King Kids Club kid. Yeah, exactly, dude. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's interesting. Have um have you ever done um anything where it's like you've had a uh, Turtles comic, uh, maybe commissioned it to be colored in the Toitles version? You know anything like that? You know, again, some folks have sent me stuff, which has been really cool. Um, where again, they've drawn like their version, um, that is kind of like more well-known and then they've, they've neon, you know, neon green and pinked it up for me, uh, which is awesome and have sent me like different variants, which I really appreciate. So yeah, dude, that, that, that fan art stuff is really growing and I, it means a lot to me. It's blows my mind when people make that stuff and send it to me. I, I would love to see a, uh, last Ronin cover variant. That's all toitles. That would be amazing. Dude, Golden Treader, man. Golden yeah. Treader did a few of those for me of, of the Ronin. Um, and we were calling it the last toitle. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Supposedly the next time he does another issue, um, he said that we could get the podcast into it somehow. He's like, Oh, maybe they'll oh, be cool. listening to it or yeah. you know, there'll be a poster on the wall or something. I'm like, my man, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> dude. His, the collaboration was cool with him. Cause like he had a great idea and then he was completely open to feedback, which was nice. Oh, wow. cause we tried to collaborate on it. I just wanted to make sure that I could give him my two cents just like he could give me his. Right. So we were both open to like, okay, cool. Maybe this works or like, maybe that would work. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll get that, that he'll get that issue too, but he, he bangs stuff out so quick. It's kind of insane. Like yeah. I was, he does, I was kind of surprised because he's like, oh yeah, I just did this. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. He like, he does it in like a day and I'm like, how I couldn't even first, I could never make what he makes and it would take me probably months to do. Oh yeah. Do you, um, do you custom make any of the stuff yourself? No, dude, I do not. The, the The closest I get to is, you know, is diving into Procreate on my iPad, you know, and just trying to mess with as much stuff as possible, trying to make some cool variants of stuff. And then, 
you know, a lot of the, what I usually try to do with a lot of the pins that I sell is that um, usually only for people that pre-order, I usually will, uh, again, Ninja Toidle that design into a sticker. So like the Intergalactic oh, okay. Wrestling Toidles pin, uh, well, all the people that pre-order will get this dope neon pink, you know, turtle version of that uh, as a sticker. So I always try to throw that in. So I'm always messing around. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I was telling Eric today that I just uh, before before we got on, I was uh, starting to read the uh, Street Fighters Turtle crossover. Have you uh, had a chance oh, to check nice, that dude. out? I haven't. The art looked kind of odd to me, dude. Like from it's, some of, like yeah, well, I don't want to be rude, man, because like I do. I've been playing Street Fighter Six like every day since it's come out so far. I'm oh, cool! Huge, I'm huge into fighting games. Um, big into tournament fighters, and obviously big with turtles. So like when I heard. First, I saw the, the Turtle Street Fighter crossover action figures, and I was like, "Man, that looks horrible." Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it looks, I mean, it looks like I made it, dude. Like it looks. Like it's fast. it's a little wacky, yeah. Like the those so, figures with like the the weird like sort of uh, crosshatch shading and all that. Dude, yeah, it looks. Yeah, it looks like somebody who blindfoldedly just painted them, dude. I like, thought of looked, Pigpen from uh, the Peanuts a little. Dude, good call, dude. Because yeah, it <laughs> it looks like garbage. So then when I saw the artwork. <laughs> When I saw the artwork for the comic, I was like, why? This still doesn't look good. Like, I felt bad. Again, I can't draw like they can. But I just, I don't know. I have. To, I, I would love to read it. I would love to read it. I just, it didn't look right to me. I, I was about halfway through, and um, it's beefy. Like, they are, they're beefy. So, and it reminds me of, like, in the 80s, there was a crossover they did with Viking Heroes, which is, like, a really obscure thing. But it's, like, a... I don't know some some obscure indie book that the turtles were in, and they were like super beefy and had like claws. But th this one just reminds me of that because okay. you can kind of see their nostrils. And the the first issue is uh, Raph having a, a bout with Guile, and they're just like going back and forth, and it's pretty cool. So and it's it is it's just fun to see. Um, the face looks a little weird. I, I get it, and like their feet look a little weird. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out because it's cool, and it's um so far it's Baxter and Bison and their. Uh, you know, that's cool. I mean, something. now that you tell me it's out too, I because I've been really big into um, my local comic shop that I go to is not the best, man. They usually don't have stuff when I go in there. So I was like, I just started going digital and reading I reading comics yeah. on my iPad, especially with the option of going from cell to cell. I'm like, this is more enjoyable than reading a real comic. Yeah, like, with the, the seeing, guided view. Yep. Yeah, I was like, instead of me seeing the whole panel up front, I'm like, this is dope. I can. It's as if I'm watching it as a cartoon. So I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this. See, I, I like it too because I can zoom. So you know, I'd be like, "Oh, what is that? Is that a little Easter egg that Ben Bishop right. slid Good in there?" Call. It's yeah. like, "Yep," because yeah, usually it is. You know, when he's he's putting stuff in the the Lost Years Turtles book. So <laughs> yeah, dude, Ben 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 Bishop is killing it, dude. I'm obsessed with his new turtles that he's doing, and I'm obsessed with like the throwbacks he's doing, to, like the Ninja the first Turtle movie, and then he did like a Ninja Turtle. Oh yeah, uh, actually, I've got Secret the of the Ooze. Yeah, I've got the sticker. It was in my most recent Bish box. Dude, I bought the poster of that, man. Oh, that's cool. And uh, uh yeah, Ben snapped on that, dude. I just love the I love the throwback to it. Yeah, he's always got some sneaky thing coming out. I, I saw he was doing something today for um he's got his hands on the last Ronin's cover book and he put a uh, like a like a remark in the, the front cover and he did threw up just like a little secret auction. I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Yeah, I dude. can't wait for that one. That's gonna yeah. be a good book. And I'm behind, I think, on the lost years. I think I'm an issue behind. It's uh what three? I think three yeah, issues. Yeah, it's, it's, it's issue three, and I'm three. I think I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little behind myself. Yeah, I think I only have the first one. But now now that we're talking about this, I'm glad I'm gonna jump on my iPad after and download some issues. 
I, I can tell you the one that is not to be missed right now, um, besides the Armageddon game, which should be uh, finishing up, I think this month is is the last one of it. That's awesome. But uh, the Usagi Ujimbo cover um, with uh, the Turtles, oh, it's so freaking good. And that's yeah. on issue two. I just I picked that up. That's the first thing I read out of everything. It's it's so good. That's awesome. It, it's funny, though, too, because it's like it's it's a good story. And, you know, he's he's great storyteller and all that. But don't expect to see a lot of personality from like Michelangelo, Donatello or Raphael. It's like I don't think he really gets that. So it's like, huh. all right. I think Donnie said like three words. So you're like, oh, OK. You know, but, but like the story is really compelling and everything else. And you're like, oh, my God, there's so much going on. And, and Usagi is such an integral part. Like we, we just saw the, the video where the um, uh, Shredder's Revenge is going to have Usagi as a playable character. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, that, yeah. would, that would be the first one I'd ask for, you know, and, and, and I hope, I'd ask for like I hope they're teasing that, too. I really hope that like they're in like another month they're going to be like boom i i hope they're dropping like four characters or something they they have to they, they can't honestly, just drop one dude and like they have to give us someone else you know yeah i, I don't even care have, if it's like irma you know but it's like you know yeah just give us three other characters and on top of yojimbo would be awesome who who do you uh who do you think who would be your pick um i i'm surprised they didn't do the frogs cuz like the frogs were already in the game pretty much yep they've already like got some could, sprites for them they could easily do one of them. Um, I'd love to see like Manta Ray, I think would be kind of dope. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, and honestly, I think it'd just be cool if you could play as the bad guys. Yeah, that's you play as a purple uh, foot soldier throughout the whole. Yeah, game. or like, you know, play as Bebop or play as like Slash or something. I, I don't know if they could. That'd be cool. I think if you could play the bad guys versus, you know, just see what happens. But there's just so much potential. The game did so damn well. Yeah, I I was just uh, telling Eric about it. Like, I I play this game all the time, and just one of those things where it's like I just throw on a level for five minutes, and you're like, all right, I just play a Splinter, and I'm beating the hell out of them on a skateboard. Like, right. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And the music is just so good. Like that Mike Patton music from Faith No More and Mr. Bungle. Like, I I, I like I'm like okay, I'll listen to this whenever it's on. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean they nailed they nailed like every aspect. Like you said, the music, the visuals, like the gameplay. I mean, dude, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to have six people on the screen at the same time. Yeah. Everybody doing their special. I'm like, this is going to bog down so bad. And I personally have not even seen that happen once. Where I was what like, system do you play on? I've been playing on Switch and PS5. Wow, that's holding up on Switch. That's that's really cool. Yeah, that was where I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. I was like, this yeah. is going to be, you know. And I remember playing the first night. I just jumped on with five randoms. And I was like, "This is this is chaos. There's so much going on, on the screen right now, and I'm my and I nothing is you know tearing at that point." Yeah, that's they did such a good job. It was one of those things that was worth the wait. And mm-hmm. and by the time they had it developed and and ready to go, it's like this is just great. I, I'm glad that they're building off of it too because it would be such a waste if they didn't, you know, mm-hmm. move on to the next thing or something. And you know, Eric's the the video game guy of of the two of us. How many do you have now? 46 uh, i don't know no it's not 46 i wish i don't i don't know 40? he's got the uh, the video game collection 45 games oh okay so i have 45 turtle games and i'm missing uh-huh. 12 okay not include so yeah he guess you're missing you're missing tournament fighters for nintendo nope you got Surprising. that one? Oh man that's so awesome 
Yeah, hang on now. He oh, just shit. he just got it too. I think that was the last. I one just got, got it. Uh, oh, no, probably about a month and a half ago. See, I, 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 and that's the whole. Th- oh, not not that. That's not a, lot, that a lot of times too, we find connections through just doing this with people. And be like, Absolutely. oh hey, I'm looking for yeah. this. I'm looking for the that. networking. The networking is amazing. Well, I help I help out a game store too. Like I'll uh, like I'll go in there and work for them every once in a while and stuff. But they give me like good deals. Yeah. And also good connections with other people too as well. Like this yeah. guy's selling this collection. Oh, okay. Get my number. Right. Yeah. Oh, awesome, dude. So yeah, I don't have a complete in box, sure. but I got all the Nintendo DS slash 3DS games. I got all the Sega Genesis. I got the two different boxes for tournament fighters, the cardboard oh, cool. and uh plastic. Uh I just need the two boxes for SNES, like I, I have a bunch. I have a bunch of games. Yeah, hell yeah, that's awesome. So, I wonder if we're gonna see DLC for the new Street Fighter that has the turtles in it. You never know. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do that in Street Fighter Six. I mean, just me personally, I think that'll probably be a smart move just because of the, you know. But huh. the thing I is, I didn't even think about that because since they were in uh, what was that Injustice? Injustice, yeah, Injustice too, yeah. with the DC. And well, that's another realm because of Mortal Kombat, right? Right. And uh, you know that that's what I was kind of wondering. I mean, me personally, I think it would be a good move for Street Fighter just to do that. You know, I might I might get Street Fighter. I played a little bit of it, and you know, I, I'm an old school like Street Fighter kind of guy. You're, you like play as uh, Ryu and just uh, mash the buttons. That's old school. Oh, I, I was I was Ryu. <laughs> Okay. No, no, I'm not. No, don't get me wrong. Like I played Mortal Kombat. I played Mortal Kombat Nine, and I was like, I was killer at that game for some reason. I don't know why. I remember playing online. I won like a hundred games and lost one. So, oh wow, was yeah. this before or after we had Master Piscina on the show? Oh, this is way before. Oh, wait. Okay, all right. This is like ten. This is like ten years ago. If I not just more. wonder if that supercharged your ability, and you're like, I is only that, play uh, Johnny Cage. Who's that, Johnny Cage? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, technically, he also did Sub Zero, Scorpion, Scorpion and Reptile. Right? So, you know, yep. you you must have run into him at these cons too. Johnny I tried, I met him at uh, C2E2 two years ago. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I I didn't see you there with um. Uh, underground dojo but you know as I, I always point out who was our first sponsor it's underground dojo so but um i think i just yeah, missed you awesome, but I, we were all in um in line to go see uh, kevin eastman at the same time i think <laughs> yeah dude that was such a dude yeah that was uh that was a good time man Long was that your, your first time getting to meet him it was dude it was i didn't do the autographs i just did the the photo op because i put a huge care package together for him i gave him pretty much everything i had in stock Oh, wow. Um, And I, you know, and I messaged him a list of like, here's all the artists I've worked with. And in the photo, because I get this huge envelope and the envelope's got like Ninja Toidles on the envelope. He's like, oh, can I hold this in the photo? I was like, yes, please. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Which was awesome. And then I went to the panel, which was cool. And I, I, as soon as we got in the panel, they were like, oh, if you want to say anything or have any questions, just go stand up. And I was like, I just ran up there. Luckily, I was like fourth in line because I didn't even know what I wanted to say. Um. But the guy, two people ahead of me, the guy had the question I kind of had. So then I was like, screw it. I'm just going to thank him for everything he's done. So that's what I did. I took the opportunity to just jump on the mic and just, you know, said, hey, there'd be no Ninja Toidles without him and and all the people in the room, dude. So, you know, all the work that him and Laird did is is kind of insane. That's so cool. 
we um we lucked out because I I went there and I had a press pass. So they they said, hey, um, we know you've got an Ninja Turtle show. Uh, would you be interested in doing a uh, press panel with Kevin Eastman? I'm like, yeah, please. <laughs> so they're like, all right, get here early on Saturday and all that. And then they brought us to this you know sunken under room and all that. Okay, so I look and there's this round table and all that, and it, everybody's like you know at the table, so there's really no place to seat. So I pull up a chair, literally sit right next to Kevin, you know, and I'm just like, cause what am I going to do? I'm not, I, I don't have shame, you know? So I just sat down and, you know, put my recorder out there, went through the whole thing. And it, it was kind of like most of the people had not read a turtles comic in about 20 years. Right. So, you know, like someone asked a question about the NES game and, you know, stuff like that. It was, it was pretty funny, but like, no one no one really had anything relevant to like the the turtles like they're just like oh i'm like wow this is so funny i'm like why is kiss fm here you know it's like they were just right. covering the event and all that and i'm like oh this is weird but i, I asked him when I, I met him the third time i said are you getting sick of seeing me yet because i was wearing my Belair's uh turtles varsity jacket so like he knew who i was like absolutely and and courtney knew who i was they're like oh yeah it's a it's the podcast guy so i'm like yeah, but that was my first time meeting him in person because we had him on the show. So sure, Eric's met him a few times. So yeah, I met him. I met him twice. That's great, dude. That's awesome, guys. Yeah. Now, uh, now we just got to see if he's got any pictures of him wearing your shirt. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, that would be yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> who um who has surprised you? Who uh, you've seen wearing some of your stuff or, or uh, repping some of the merch? Uh, what's crazy to me, dude, is when, uh, speaking of bull airs, dude, like shout out to Tom. Like so he hit me up. I started following him. I don't know. Out of the blue. I just saw some crazy mm-hmm. shoe that he made. And I was like, this guy's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I messaged him one day and just said how much, you know, I like this brand. And he said the same to me, but like he said in a way, I don't know. It was just like, I was really taken back. It seemed so genuine. He was just like, man, I love what you're doing with Toitles. He goes, your color scheme. Like, I just love the whole, you know, appearance of your brand. And like again, he was just saying different words that other people have said that I was like, man, thank you. Like it means a lot, especially from the shit he creates. Oh yeah. So yeah. I sent him a big care package. I was like, dude, I'd be honored to send you some stuff. And but I was helping him push some shoes, and he goes, dude, let's do some. That's I mean, right. I, I forgot about those those colorways. So the, the low dunks, but it, all in pink and neon green, dude. Yeah, dude, and they looked insane. And we did two runs of those, which was awesome. So um, just to know that people bought and they weren't cheap, man. So just to know that people bought those and people are wearing them again, I haven't really seen anybody in the, in the wild wear them, but just the photos and videos people have sent me of them doing it. It, it blows my mind. I, I feel like people are only wearing them to cons and that's like, you'll, you'll only see them like on special occasions. Exactly. Yeah, right? I, I would, I would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. I bought, so I bought two pairs of the Ninja Toitles. I put one to display and then I mm-hmm. bought a pair just to wear. And I think I've worn them out once. I wore them at C2E2. And then I've worn them once other than that. I haven't touched them. Nice. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. You know, it's mm-hmm. for for how much you're spending on it. Like, I, I felt a little more uh, comfortable getting the varsity jacket because that thing's awesome. And you can yeah. you can flip it inside out and all that. But yeah, that's yeah awesome. I just. To, I think it was like 500 bucks for a pair of the shoes and the, the varsity jacket or something like that, which would have been a great deal. And you get yeah. like a, a signed uh, Steve Levine print and like a mini turtle. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, had I not just been laid off at work, I probably would have done this. But <laughs> I only spent the 200. So Right, right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. But uh, it'd be cool if he could do the jacket. That would be that uh, color scheme too, with like the reverse, like the neon mm-hmm. pink and green. That would be oh, sick. Dude. Yeah, Tom knows I'm down for whatever. So I know he's got a lot cooking. So he knows I. Oh, I'm he does. Always, I'm always ready. I'm he's, always ready. He's he's busy. He's so I I know that he's busy. I mean, he'd be putting right. out some shoes though, but. You have to say, man, he puts a lot of lot of love in those shoes. I mean, you could tell that he's very um I can't think of the word right now. He's just I mean, he's so into it. I yeah, mean, he cares is, about yeah, the this, fandom. This, this is his yeah, love. His attention to details, what is mm-hmm. yep. I, I was looking at the biker mice from Mars shoes and I'm like, I want those and I don't even like I've watched the show, but I don't know stuff about it. You know, right. I don't know anything about biker mice from Mars. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I think like like uh you know the the show was on after Turtles and before Cowboys of Moo Mesa. That's all I know. You know, yeah, but... I never watched Biker Mice from Mars ever. I remember it, but I never watched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like the toys are cool, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. And and then like uh he comes out with like Animal uh from uh the Electric Mayhem. He had uh My Pet Monster. Oh, ridiculous. Just so cool with the broken chains and all that and the yeah. fur sticking out. Really yeah. cool. I, I always look forward to what he's got coming out. The the Ghostbusters one he just did. Dude. It's a two pack of Ghostbusters shoes, and one is just obviously I got the Ghostbusters hat, but the other one is just Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Really, really mm-hmm. cool. I want to buy one so bad. I was like, yeah, I, I, can't. I want to buy every pair that he has out. Pretty much <laughs> anything <laughs> Turtles and Ghostbusters. I'm all yeah, I'm all in for up. it. Sign me up. I told I told him if he comes out with the Bucky O'Hare ones, I might just pull the trigger. Is that would be the the one and be like, oh, you got me, damn it! <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't yet, but I'm sure it's on his list of you know a million things he wants to make. I've mm-hmm. I've talked to him about it, and he he's totally into it because he has an AFC Blinky tattoo, so he's oh, got he's all, one. He's all about it. That yeah, day. he's definitely into it. So Sick. it it may happen eventually. Yeah, so, but I've seen some cool stuff, and you know, and, and like we were talking about, so um, with with uh, him, so he he must have gotten into some of these pins then. Did you end up uh, sending him a couple of the uh, the Toidles pins? Yeah, for sure, dude. I sent him a bunch of pins. I, I tried, dude, I, again, I sent him uh, like a bunch of stickers. Um, I think I sent him a shirt. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I was just like, dude, what, what do I think Tom's going to get a kick out of, you know, out of everything that I had at that time? So I made sure to, you know, send it out to him. Oh, that's cool. Man, could you imagine seeing like one of these kids, the voice actors or something for the new movie, walking in with your Toidle shirt? Yeah. That would be so cool. I know that's it's funny too because it's like I was following them and then I felt weird doing it, dude. Because I was like, yeah, because they're young. I know. Like your kids, kids. Like I'm like they're not. Like I was just like I don't even want to. So I unfollowed them. Like within like 20 minutes of following them, Uh, but then I was like, the TMNT movie page knows who I am because they have they have messaged me before, and the TMNT page I've talked to them before. So I was like, they know I exist. So I was like, it'd be cool if like for some reason the TMNT page saw what I was doing, then these kids saw it. And then who knows, maybe one of them or somebody else picked up the, the new shirt that we're doing pre-orders. Who knows? Yeah, and be like, hey, can we send you a pin? You know, yeah. it's like, like something hey, like I'll that. I'll send you everything we have. I'll send you 10 of everything. Let me know. Yeah, <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's generous, man. You know, that's, that's pretty fun. I mean, we, we don't really do merch much. Like, I, I have stuff, but it's like we don't really do it to sell. We usually do it to, like, give out just to get the word yeah, out about the podcast like promote, and all that. For sure. Yeah, like that kind of fun. Like a lot of times we'll have like an artist or, or someone on, on the show to be like, oh, I'm sending you a shirt just so they could, you know, have it and be a good little memory. I think I, I gave Kevin one, you know, 
So mm-hmm. you know, he'll wear it maybe when he's out weeding the gar- the garden or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> he doesn't have to wear his good shirts, you know. <laughs> but he's got his own merch too, so that's kind of right. cool thing. He's probably got a million t- turtle shirts for sure. Could you imagine yeah. like like that? Like just like all the stuff that he gets too. It's uh because he's got a pair of the bull airs, like all the other stuff that he gets and be like, Yeah, he's probably got like a closet full of just gifts that he's been given. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I that's what was cool. And I if you guys watched, I'm sure you have the the episode of Toys That Made Us with Kevin Eastman and with Pierre Laird. And that part towards the end, man, where they I don't know where they are, but they're in some office and they're just pulling all this old stuff out. Like what I would pay just to see that, just to like go through what they were going through. I was wondering mm-hmm. if that was the Mirage building. I don't know. Great question. Maybe. Yeah. Jeez, t- t- Michelle would know. Yeah. <laughs> know. Yeah. Right. That was so good too because that that episode was like a capstone to the end of the Turtle Power movie. Like, if you ever watched that one, like the uh, the true history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I watched a little bit of it, but I never I never finished it. That's up for free. I think now you you can watch on. Um, I know I think Voodoo had it for free, but okay. it's cool. One of the one of the kids I went to high school with named Bill was in it, and he's just one of the guys they start interviewing at a con. I'm like, like crap, is that Bill? Yeah. <laughs> is like, that Bill? Awesome. Yeah, I'm like, that's <laughs> that's just so random, you know. But right, you know. Shout out to uh Bill at Caster's Corner. You know, it was <laughs> fun to see you uh on, on the show there, Bill. So <laughs> So what's uh, what do you think's next? What's next for you as uh, kind of the creative type? Uh, do you have another plan on what you want to do for your next uh, line? You can do more shoes, more shirts. Pins? Yeah, I mean the pin. I just I enjoy the pin so much, and you know I'm just going to keep doing this until it's not fun anymore, right? So I, I've been lucky enough where I've been doing the pin part since 2018. So geez, that's kind of insane. That's coming up on five years. I think wow. in, like wow. in a week or two, it'll be five years I've been doing the pins now. So. You know, when I, I again, I'm so lucky to work with all these different artists. So if they come to me with an idea or depending on their style, I come to them with an idea and we both like it. Either, you know, we drop the coin because we're so stoked or we say, hey, let's see what everybody else thinks about this. Let's do pre-orders first, you know, and, and knock on wood. I think I've been developing a, a an awesome customer base where, you know, I got some folks that have been with me since the beginning, man, that have been buying stuff since 2018. And it, it means the world to me. So. Like I said, whatever, you know, whatever uh, inspiration, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to work on some stuff with the new movie. I got a couple pins that are, are currently already made. I'm just waiting for them to show up. And the plan is to drop about four to five designs. So four to five pins, probably middle to end of July in anticipation of the new movie, which is the kind of the goal. Um, usually the most I drop at a time is maybe two, maybe three pins. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to continue to have fun with them. And once. The moment this feels like it's a job and like it's kind of a pain in the ass is the moment I won't do it anymore. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the new movie. I mean. You, oh, I can't wait. Dude. Yes. It, it's just one of those things where it's like, I know it's for kids, but I just saw Spider-Man. I'm like, that's for everybody, too. Dude, and I'm, actually, behind, I'm behind on that. I haven't seen the first uh, Spider-Verse, dude. Oh, yeah. You should definitely mm-hmm. watch I hear that. nothing. It's, I hear nothing but amazing things about it. So, yeah, I um. I, I was way off because I thought that it was going to be like a dumb movie that nobody liked the first one. I was way off on that. And I, mm-hmm. I admit I was off like, you know, Oscar yeah. winning, you know, like revolutionary the way that it's filmed and it looks like it's spray painted. It's like, it's gorgeous. And then this one's a lot of the same. I just saw it yesterday. It's so good, but it so many slow parts for kids though. I can't imagine that it's like a great movie for kids because it has so much dialogue and, and um, like emotion in it. But like, as just a regular movie it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have to agree. It was it, it was a little slow because I watched it the other day, the day before you did, and it's 
it, it was a little slow. I, it was it was still good, but it was slow. So I I would recommend it. I think it's it's yeah. fun. You know. Yeah, yeah. I hear it's great, dude. But, but yeah, this, just all, the new animation for the turtle stuff looks great, dude. The second trailer I thought was insane. Oh, I thought yeah. they were, I thought they were going to show Shredder in the second trailer, or like it, a teaser. Is he even going to be in it though? I don't. I, as of right now, it seems like he's not. But I keep feeling like they're. I don't know mm-hmm. why I was like they're going to show the second trailer and then you're just going to see like his hand with like the claw or, like you're going to see something, and then I was like, damn, they didn't do it. So I don't know. Maybe he's not in it. Ice Cube's voice hit me, and I was like, oh, this, this is serious. This is some serious business now. You know, <laughs> like this is straight out the sewers, and I'm like, this is going to be something. You know, and and I'm I'm excited for it, and I like the twenty. Uh, 2016 one not the 2014 one so much like the the bay one that had uh bebop and rocksteady okay i was never excited to see that movie in the theaters because i'm like i'll see it when i see it you know like and then it turned out to be fun but this one it's like oh i i I go opening day because it looks awesome Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely i'm definitely probably seeing this one at least a couple times in the theater yeah and as you mentioned getting all the stuff (laughs) oh my god dude i clap i I saw this damn pillow. I was like, what the hell do I want? Pillows? Oh yeah. Yeah. From target. They were in my like target app. I bought them like curbside pickup. And then I was like, what am I doing, dude? And I canceled the cart. Cause I wanted the be- I just wanted the bebop and rocksteady pillows. I didn't even want the turtles. I'm just like so obsessed with bebop and rocksteady, especially bebop. <laughs> he's my favorite bad guy. And I was like, I'm going to get the pillow. And then I was like, why I'm not going to get it. So I just canceled it. Did you ever get that original 12 inch bebop and rocksteady figure? Are you talking about the giant one? Yeah, the the giant uh, one. I I think it was twelve inch. Yeah. Uh. Well, I have the yeah, I have the original giant one. That that's got to be one of I think the best made figures that the Playmates did ever. Like when you see that thing, it's like friggin' resplendent. It's just this is a beautiful thing of art, and and the way it's put together and painted and sculpted and all that. It was I was so impressed when I saw it in person. Yeah, dude. I remember as a kid just getting Bebop as a figure, and I was like, man, this guy's a badass. I just remember, like, being really into him. He came with that really cool knife. Yeah, Yeah, dude. He had that, like, drill gun. I don't even know what the hell that thing was, but... Yeah, I remember that. I think that was the first of all my toys to break, was that drill gun. (laughs) He had the hardest hands to try to put something into. I'm like, geez, open him a little bit, you know? Yeah, the guns would be all, like, sideways or the weapons. Yeah, for sure. So, Bebop's your guy. Um, we, We didn't talk about this, but who's your favorite turtle? It's Mikey. Always been Mikey. Probably Mikey always will be. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm. I'm I think the first the first movie is what got me with Mikey, dude. I liked the cartoon a lot, but man, when I when you see him in the first movie, I was like a six year old, like so proud, like that's my favorite turtle. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny too because Eric, if you think about it, Michelle was kind of saying the same thing about Robbie Riss' voice there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know she wouldn't commit to any particular uh, favorite of all of them, but um. Yeah, just I, his, I get his it. Mikey voice is so great, dude. I love when he came back as Mondo too, because I am a huge Mondo Gecko fan. Oh, so. on, the, on the Nickelodeon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. When he comes back on the the 2012 series, and yep. you know, I um, I'm a Mutanimals guy. I love the Mighty Mutanimals. Okay. okay. So and and Mondo was my guy, and then you got Jaguar and Dreadmond and and um, Ray Flay slash Man Ray, whoever way you want to go with it, right. Leatherhead. You know, all those guys. That's yeah. that's what I'd love to see is a Mutanimals pin, you know, in the Toidal colors. That'd be cool. Dude, it's not a bad idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> that's fun. So um, what's the best place for people to get you? Uh, where do you want people to follow you? And um, 
you know, just uh, what, how do you like the interactions? Uh, yeah. Is it, for, is it something like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, dude, I'm an old man, dude. I don't touch. I, dude, I, the only reason I have a Facebook <laughs> is because I had to for, to make it a business page on Instagram. Like, okay. I have not even had a personal my um, Facebook, I think, since like 2011, 2012. Like, I do not, I do not mess with Facebook. I'm on there, but best place definitely. <laughs> Best okay, so not Facebook. Yeah, I live on Instagram, dude. I live on Instagram, and then I'm like been addicted to TikTok, just because of how oh, okay. many people I've been able to reach out to on TikTok. But Instagram is where I post the majority of my stuff, and then of course NinjaToidals.com takes you to the online store. So again, got clothing, pins on there right now, some koozies, wristbands, other things like that. So, but yeah, That's I would cool. say Instagram Ooh. at NinjaToidals, mm-hmm. and then uh, just NinjaToidals.com. Well, that's really cool. Beer koozie, huh? That sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude, look like the Koozie, Koozie guy, man. Koozie guy, dude, uh, bangs out some great stuff, dude. We send go back and forth with the artwork, and then uh, he prints them out for me. So um, I probably have done, geez, four or five different uh, Ninja Toil koozies so far. I'm say. just waiting to see when somebody, you know, comes to you where they've completely technicolored the first movie and huh. all the turtles are green. Oh, nice. Go. It's Bebop and Rocksteady. So you got Bebop and Rocksteady all melted again from Fresh Prince by Blair. And then wow. on the back, and then the back of it, of course, because I had this damn wallpaper. Anyways, I'll, I'll tag you guys up for sure. Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. It's, you know, these uh, cameras and all that don't show everything. That's fine. But yeah, no, I, I can't wait to see it when somebody uh, technicolors that and you got the neon. Uh, pink and uh, green turtles from the movie that would be fun so so all his followers get on that yeah for sure now um the the obligatory question i have to ask you is because uh eric and i have a running thing on this uh pineapple on pizza or not what's your Uh, what's your take i'll pass i'll pass okay all right one for you eric (laughs) All right, one yeah. for you. I mean, so hey, if people dude, if people like it, that's fine, dude. I don't care, man. Like people want pineapple on it, but like, I think it's I think it's I think it's a crime. I think it's a crime. You think it's, I think a, it's a crime? They should go to jail for it. <laughs> Not going to jail. Hey, hey, Francois, Francois Child's on my team. So, <laughs> what's uh, what's your go? You are are you, you are a bad guy. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. I, I, you know, I'm like a bebop myself. So. <laughs> But uh, what, what's your go-to Wait, pizza? Are you a Chicago pizza guy? Do you like the deep dish pie? I, I love like? Lou, dude, classic uh, uh, classic Lou from Lou Malnati's is my go-to, man. I'm a yep. that's that's down my favorite pizza is Lou Malnati's. So uh for listeners, Lou Malnati's is a Chicago area um, pizza to deep dish pie. You can get it um kind of with anything that you want on it but um the the really big thing is the crust it's like got this amazing crust to it if you're going deep dish out yeah. here i feel like that's the way to go yeah it's kind of that's usually if people come to visit and have never been here i'm like I'm, I'm like i'm not saying it's the best i'm like it's my favorite so i was like definitely hit it up yeah yeah i mean in in the best is always subjective anyway so but you know because right you know but that's that's cool so what do you what do you go with the classic lou is that uh pepperoni and sausage and um uh, it's just sausage, I believe. I'm like, oh, I'm just sausage. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. But I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, again, I'm an old man right now. It's like, I just, even when I just order pizza from anywhere, I just get cheese. I'm like, real simple. <laughs> yeah. Real basic, dude. I don't, I don't I'm blame like Kevin you, McAllister at Home Alone. I'm like, I just want cheese pizza. Did you get a cheese pizza for me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> just the last piece of cheese? Yeah. You, well, you, you actually live close to the Home Alone house. Have you ever been? Yeah. It's, it's actually a tradition I do with my wife and my kids. Uh, every... You know, like every every holiday. So at some point in December, 
we go drive around the North Shore, look at lights, and then we we stop by the Home Alone house every year. Oh, oh that's man. cool. That's cool. Yeah, we got some cool filming locations out here. We got that. We've got a uh, Rookie of the Year. You know, I'm sure there's others, but you know, like the the fun ones. Yeah, absolutely. So, and hopefully, hopefully they'll film another uh, Turtles movie out here soon. So yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you, Joey, for being on just to talk about this stuff because it's it's awesome. I I know oh, you, you have you, a huge following, but like. People have to know about this because it's the coolest stuff. Uh, check them out, Ninja Toitles. And uh, Eric, you got anything? Anything you want to add to the the Toitles? No, no, man. But keep doing what you're doing. I I think it's <laughs> awesome, and it is amazing stuff. No, thank you. Thank you being both. on here. No, I I appreciate the opportunity, and, and for just letting me kind of talk about Toitles and just getting to know you dudes more. So I definitely gotta I gotta get you guys a nice little care package. So if you guys want to send me an address, are you guys, I'm so sorry. Are you guys in the same area? Are you guys different area? If you I'm, don't mind I'm, different area. I'm local. Okay. He's uh, in Ohio. Hey, hang on for a sec. So yeah. um, what, what I'm going to do guys is um, I'm going to cut us off here and all, all your listeners stay tuned for your pizza recipe of the week. And uh, we'll catch Eric and Joey next time. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. It's pizza time. And now, in a segment that we call Pizza Time, where we discuss any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or pizza-related food, I give you Pizza Time. Hey everyone, time for a totally awesome pizza recipe, boys. We don't have deep dish, but I do have deep dish goulash pizza. This recipe makes one deep dish pizza. When the turtles need to power up, they grab a slice of this hearty pie. Crammed full of macaroni, ground beef, vegetables, and mozzarella, it's perfect after a serious shutdown with shredder. Ingredients. Two cups of elbow macaroni. One tablespoon extra virgin olive oil, plus more for greasing. One pound of one-hour dough or store-bought pizza dough. One half pound of lean ground beef. One tablespoon of paprika. One half large yellow onion, chopped. One half large red bell pepper, seeded and chopped. One garlic clove, minced or pressed. One 15-ounce can of tomato sauce. One 15-ounce can of diced tomatoes, drained. One half teaspoon salt. One quarter teaspoon freshly ground black pepper. Three quarters cup shredded Monterey Jack cheese. One tablespoon chopped fresh parsley. Lighten it up, dudes. You can use whole wheat macaroni, ground turkey, chicken, or crumble extra firm tofu instead of the ground beef and use whole wheat pizza dough. Instructions. Bring a large pot of water to boil and cook the macaroni al dente. Drain well. I like to put a little salt in the water, but that's just me. Rub the inside of a cast iron skillet, deep dish pie plate, or a spring foam pan with olive oil. Step three. Drop the dough into the pan using your fingers. Press it out all along the bottom 
and two inches up onto the sides. Cover with a damp kitchen towel and set aside while you make the goulash. Preheat the oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit. Heat the oil in a large skillet or saucepan over medium heat. Add the ground beef and cook, breaking up with a wooden spoon, for three to five minutes or until it's no longer pink. Step six, add the paprika, onion, bell pepper, and garlic and cook, stirring frequently until the vegetables are tender, about six to eight minutes. Step seven, dump the tomato sauce and diced tomatoes and season with the salt and pepper. Cook for 15 to 20 minutes until the sauce has thickened. Step eight, add more salt to taste and pepper if needed, then stir in the cooked macaroni. Remove the skillet from the heat. Step nine, Uncover the dough, sprinkle half the cheese, then add the goulash to fill the pan. Transfer any leftovers into an airtight container and store in the fridge for up to one week in, or in the freezer for up to two months. Step 10. Finish with the remaining cheese and bake the pizza for 25 minutes until the crust is golden and the cheese is bubbly and just starting to brown in spots. Step 11. Remove the pizza from the oven, let it rest for five minutes, and then sprinkle with parsley. Slice and serve. That's your toidally awesome deep dish goulash pizza. Shout out to our friends over at Ninja Toidles for this wonderful deep dish idea. Thanks, guys, and enjoy your pizza time. Cowabunga, dudes! Thank you for listening to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. This podcast has no affiliation with Eastman, Laird, Mirage Studios, IDW Studios, Archie Comics, or Nickelodeon Studios. This podcast is a member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Check out thedorkening.com for other podcasts. Epic Tales from the Sewers is recorded by Justin Cooper and Eric Will. Greetings and Shabibans, we are the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductibus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some, ahem, very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Redoctopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. It took me 10 years to make the perfect man cave. And then we took it over. And we made it into the multiversal chamber. Then I started my own podcast. And we took that over too. And we're the co-hosts, the Multiverse Kids. Yeah, and I'm the dad, the geeky dad. And every week, we what? We review the movies, shows, and books. Games and toys. Yeah, and sometimes we even have a special guest. So, join us every week on the Geeky Dad Podcast. Intrepid listeners, this is the Generation Playlist Podcast, a podcast about music where we are your guides through a particular group or artist. We talk about the music, and then we make a customized playlist 
to share with you, our listeners. And you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts and find our playlists on Spotify. Hey, it's your man, Velvet J. Come join me and my co-host on our weekly journey through the world of comic books on the Splash Pages Comic Book Club podcast. We'll explore new stories, even have guests like the Empress of the Bat, Legacy Athena Finger, voiceover artist Charlie Schlatter, actor Mitchell Whitfield, comic creators Joe St. Pierre and Tony Harris. Explore dork-related news and updates from the world of comics and collectibles. Where can you check us out? We are live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube or streaming on deaddorkradio.com or wherever you find your favorite dorkening podcasts. <laughs>